Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, listen. This one's just going to be a, a real quick show because I just wanted to I just wanted to hop on before the next episode pops up and wish everyone a very 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 happy Easter. This Easter to me is super special because last year I was a miserable train wreck and this year I'm not a miserable train wreck. Isn't that amazing? And I've been very much looking forward to this Easter for some reason. Um, it dawned on me after Christmas, man. I, I just can't wait until Easter. I cannot wait because I want to celebrate um, the life that I have now in Christ and how much I adore it so and how powerful it is and transformative it is and how amazing it is and how you know honest it is and and just uplifting. I have been uplifted out of a pit and I'm walking in a good spot right now. I overheard someone say on this other podcast that I like listening to uh, that isn't it awesome that we worship a three mile an hour God? And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't get it. Well, all throughout scripture, it does say to walk with him. And especially like, you know, Psalm 23. The old classic psalm, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And, you know, it's it's like walking with God. It says that he walks with you. He doesn't run with you. So he's a three-mile-an-hour God because three miles per hour is actually the speed of walking. And I can't help but to think about another George Carlin joke. Remember that old thing where he's like, they got magazines for everything now. They even got magazines for walking. Walking! You know, and he's just, you know, anyway, I thought it was great. But um, I love the whole transformation of the cross and how powerful it is in my life and where I'm going with it. I just get excited and more joyful day by day because I worship a three mile an hour God. He is a God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. That's who he is. That's who he's always been, and he can speak words, and he can speak life into anything, and it shall be so. And his voice is so powerful that it says that his whisper breaks the cedars. Those are big trees, in case you're wondering what the cedars are. So this is a very short show. I wanted to thank each and every single one of you for tuning in to the episodes. I hope that it encourages you and builds you up. The last few episodes have been pretty rough with some testimonies of mine. We're, we're getting over a hump, and I'm going to dive into some other things coming up after this Easter show that I hope are very transformative for you to help you to pick you up and to move you into the places that you need to be in your life to make you strong confident, and most of all, filled with joy, faith, hope, peace, and love, because he's really the only one that can bring it, and he can bring it to you in a solid way. So before we go today, I just want to read Romans 8. Romans 8 is a very transformative chapter in Romans, and it states that the life through the spirit of God and through the cross and like what it does inside of us. And I want to just 
bless you guys with this. And so you can take it and you can run with it any way you see fit. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully fulfilled in us. We do not live according to flesh, but according to spirit. Those who live according to flesh have their minds set on fleshly desires. But those who live accordance with the spirit have their minds set on the spirit's desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even your body is subject to death because of sin. The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live according to the spirit, you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. I just think that it is absolutely amazing that when you actually believe in Christ and something comes with that package, it's called the Holy Spirit and he sends a comforter and it, you know, it's, it's in you. You get, you can, you can get wisdom. If you ask for wisdom, you can get any type of discernment. You, if you take the dare to pray for patience, you'll get patience, but he is good and his love endures forever. It says that over and over and over again in his word. But there's a really popular verse that also says to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It does not mean that if you believe in God, he's going to give you everything you want. As I said in that other episode, there's never a treasure where you don't have to dig. He is the ultimate pearl to find hidden in the field, the treasure hidden in the field. It's just so worth it because I think we're created to be loved on by him and to, to love him back and to recognize that he really is something that can give us life. I found this uh, girl on TikTok talking about how she read the Bible in 30 days. That makes my eyes hurt just thinking about it. 
but she gives a very super powerful, short, brief description on what she realized through it. And I hope you all have an amazing Easter. I'm going to leave you with the clip of her. And uh, just give him thanks, would you? Tell him thank you for the cross. Thank you for being alive and defeating death for all of us. We're all going to see him soon, and it's going to be amazing. Because this life is nothing but a vapor. Happy Easter, everybody. Peace be with you. I took the first 30 days to read the entire Bible and realized that it all boils down to one idea, and that's this. God loves you. Let me explain. On page one, God creates the entire world and everything in it, and we have perfect relationship and connection with Him. And on page two, we literally mess it all up. Human beings ruined everything. The entire rest of the Bible, every page of scripture, is the story of how God pursued us and chased us down to reestablish connection and relationship with us, ultimately sacrificing His Son so that He can have connection again with you and me. This is the greatest love story ever told, and you're in it.